right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. This is the show dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and non-technical aspects of the investment banking process, especially if you're coming from a non-finance background like me. (laughs) Hey, my name is Alex Mason and I am your host. And I'm so grateful that you're here with me on this journey, learning all these accounting concepts and we're just getting to the nitty gritty because it's so important to learn these things step by step because over time, we can put these concepts together. And you've already seen that. If you followed me through the first 74 episodes, you've seen how this knowledge kind of builds over time. And that's that's one thing I just love about learning in general is how you see these things connect. And it just gives me such a joy to uh, to learn and to share them with you. So let's go ahead and talk about today's accounting concept. And the question is this, what is the difference between accounts receivable and deferred revenue. Accounts receivable and deferred revenue. Well, in the last episode, we talked about deferred revenue, right? We know that there can be situations when a company receives cash, but doesn't necessarily record it as revenue on the income statement yet because the goods or services haven't been rendered. So they take that cash and that shows up on the cash flow statement, But on the balance sheet, as a liability, you see deferred revenue. So deferred revenue represents money that the company has already received, but is not yet recognized. And it's a liability on the balance sheets, and the business cannot yet recognize it as revenue. And so what about this thing called accounts receivable? What is accounts receivable? Let's define that. Accounts receivable represents money that is owed to the company, but cash hasn't actually been received yet. So someone somewhere owes the company money, but they haven't paid it yet. And accounts receivable is also on the balance sheet, but unlike deferred revenue, it's not a liability. It's recorded as an asset because cash is coming. It just hadn't made its way into the company's hands just yet. Now, just to frame this for a second in the context of real life, accounts receivable from what I've read typically takes somewhere between 45 to 50 days for the company to collect. And this can vary a lot depending on the price of the item. For higher price items, it might take longer for cash to come in for accounts receivable. And for lower price items, it might be a shorter period of time. Um, because the more capital that you're getting, it usually takes, I mean, it, it's, it's harder to come up with a thousand dollars than $10, right? <laughs> if you're trying to pay for something in general. So accounts receivable, as far as the timeline it takes, that's kind of the range there. But one thing to note here is the major difference. Deferred revenue is recognized once the service is performed. For example, let's say you have a monthly subscription with Spotify or Apple Music, that's when the companies are recognizing their revenue. They're recognizing it when they render the service. Now, if you're paying for it on the monthly plan and you're getting the service monthly, they're going to recognize it as soon as you paid. But let's say that you pay with an annual plan, then they're going to recognize it as deferred revenue and start recognizing that on a monthly basis uh, with credits or something like that. So it just depends. So accounts receivable, the company hasn't gotten the money yet, but it's going to get it. So that's counted as an asset. And then deferred revenue, 
the company has the money, but it can't yet recognize it. So that's the major difference. One situation, cash hasn't arrived, and the other situation, cash has arrived. And so we have these different ways of accounting for these little situations. And looking at these things on a company's balance sheet can give us insight into how well the company is converting cash into profit, for example, in the case of deferred revenue. Or in the case of accounts receivable, how well a company is able to collect on the bills that are due. If we were looking at a company's balance sheet and we saw over a period of time that accounts receivable was just rising and rising over the years, that might be a problematic sign because, yeah, the company is making sales, but if they're not collecting on their bills, then, oh, that's a, that's a big problem, right? They may be limiting the amount of reinvestment they can do, the amount of dividends they can pay to shareholders, the amount that they can pay for acquisitions, because, because this money is rising technically on the asset side of the balance sheet, but they may not be getting paid quickly enough. So there's little things like that, that you and I can look at as investment bankers to, to see where a company is headed uh, with its financials. So that is what I've got for you today. Uh, we've been talking about accounting fundamentals, and we're actually making our way very quickly toward uh, wrapping up all of the basic accounting principles. But we've got a few more questions that I want to cover. And next time on the podcast, we're going to be talking about this concept of cash-based versus accrual accounting. And we talked about this way, 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 way back in episode eight <laughs> at the beginning of the podcast, but we're going to be revisiting it here in the next episode. So join me there. But until then, my name is Alex Mason, your host, and this has been Investment Banking Insights.